0: You ever find yourself wondering, wow, man, I really wish I knew where the best place in the United States to invest in a short-term rental property is. You ever find yourself driving through a small town and see people going up and down Main Street there and thinking, I wonder if this would be a good place to invest in a short-term rental property? Well, you don't have to wonder any longer because Kenny Bedwell, the founder and the owner of STR Insights, is on the show today. He's gonna share with you how to use the tool, what the tool is all about, who he is, his background, and the future of some Airbnb properties in the United States. Don't miss this show. You're gonna love it. We are helping owners create cash flow and pay down their mortgage while our guests feel like a millionaire for the time that they stay with us. It's no secret that focusing on others' outcome ultimately leads to more income for you and your company. Welcome to the Good Endeavor Short-Term Rental Show. Kenny Bedwell, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. It's great to be on.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. So... We were just talking before the show, just kind of how you got into it, how you got in the short-term rental space, how you got into the analytics space, but can we kind of go back a little bit farther? Where, where did, um, where did you grow up?
1: Oof. Uh, so I grew up in uh, Georgia near Savannah. Oh so yeah. I have that, deep I, south. Have, I lost that Southern draw. He says, you say I'm from Savannah y'all. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't say it anymore. Unfortunately. So I lost.
0: <laughs> no, nah, that's the deep South, man. That's, that's great. And you live in Buffalo now, right?
1: Yep. I live in New York, so complete opposite, not opposite side of the U.S., but opposite uh, environment.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So did you always, kind of growing up, I mean, we gave a little background. You have a, a company named SCR Insights, and, and you guys help folks with analytics around where to choose their short-term real market. Um, were you just kind of growing up? Were you just naturally good at at math and analytics, or... Did you, where did that proclivity kind of, kind of come through?
1: Yeah, that's a great question, Mark. Um, So I would probably say that uh, I was always good at math. Uh, analytics didn't come until college when I was like, oh, what's this? I wasn't introduced to it until college. So I had no idea what I was going to do, even in the middle of college where I'd go in life. And so um, I always had an interest in real estate, um, but I didn't know what I would do with it. And I just knew one day I'd invest and you know, own properties and do stuff with it and figure it out. So that, then the two started kind of uh, coming together as I progressed in my career after college and, uh, and so on. So. Yeah.
0: What was you, what did you go to college for?
1: Uh, I so I went to BYU in Utah and I Mm -hmm. studied uh, economics. So, yeah. Okay. That was very, very analytical. So that's where it kind of, Push push my limits on the uh, analytical side. And so a lot of my peers went and, uh, including myself, we do consulting roles or whatever, but I joined Citibank after that and worked there for five years. So,
0: okay. So you're probably a a spreadsheet Excel master. Yeah.
1: I, yeah. yeah, It's, I, um, that, but I also, I go a little bit deeper. I use like, I do, I like data science. So I'll go in, Mm. in like databases and do some database stuff. Um, and, 'Cause I I like I look at millions of records. So spreadsheets are uh I don't wanna you know, spreadsheets are important, but they're uh child's play compared to what the databases can do. So so that that's my uh playground.
0: No, I get it. We um we used to have an IT company and 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 a lot of our business was in healthcare and data science and healthcare is a massive deal. Like um, Uh you know, like how to how to diagnose somebody and what are the telltale signs? And then the, all the different codes, you know, there's like 40 codes for like a hummingbird bite or something, you know, it's kind of crazy. So I kind of get um, some of what you did. But when you went to Citibank, that, that sounds like um, it was one of your first major jobs out of college. Did you kind of progress in the data analytics, data science, or is that where you started?
1: Uh, that's kind of where I started. So uh, I was in the, re- the equities <laughs> research department we're monitoring like fortune 500 companies and looking at the data behind them. And basically we would sell the research. So people would come say, Hey, what do you think this company is going to do? And, um, my position was kind of like, I was looking and helping and assisting with data, data aggregation and data science Mm -hmm. behind every, every single department or not department, but like, um, industry within the equities department. So Hotels mm-hmm. and and stuff and and I was tracking like Airbnb and Verbo and the Marriott Homes and all that as they were growing, and being able to see the trends and things like that with the data, um, and then being able to tell I I mean I had the idea for STR Insights because I was building my real estate portfolio as I was working for City you know yeah. and the idea came and I actually <laughs> I presented it to my co- like to my boss and some of the other people because I was like hey this is a big need in our industry and this this industry is expanding and growing and they were just not really interested in it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> so so yeah. what year
0: was this? Like, how old were you when, when you were doing this?
1: 20. So I start, or sorry, are you talking about like when I started investing in short term? Yeah.
0: It's like, so you were, you were working for Citi. You had already started investing in some short term rental. You, you developed this kind of the start of what is now STR Insights, and you presented it to your boss, and and they're well. I presented the
1: idea, yeah. So I presented the idea because it's like the the start of it. Figuring it out on my own was the fun part, but that mm-hmm. was all like right when the pandemic was hitting, you know, because oh, I wow. I had started my uh, short term real estate portfolio in Buffalo in 2018, so I knew okay. success. I knew I was growing it, um, and then I was like, hey, looking at the data and the growth, like you know, we could do this. But the idea, though. Came after, you know, after what I kind of said to him, it was like, okay, he was uninterested in. I'm like, well, I think there's merit here. How can I leverage this based on my problems and build it for me personally, not for the masses? And so that that's Mm -hmm. exactly what it ended up being because being at City kind of a conflict of interest. It was more of like, what can I build for myself and use that to leverage? And then that's what turned into the actual business idea um, of Assyrian sites. And then that's when I was like, okay. I can't work and City anymore if I'm going to do this. <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, I need to move on and do my own thing. So,
0: yeah. So this progresses, um, like 2020, you kind of, you're, you're doing this, but, um, you're at this point, are you in a mastermind with Bill Faith yet?
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, so I guess I clarify a little bit of the back history here. So okay. part of, um, part of this idea was being a mastermind, you know, of like-minded individuals. And so Bill Face mastermind, I had joined that. And just um, going over this problem of, hey, I don't know where to invest. I want to expand my portfolio. You only know what you know, kind of like what we talked about before the show. Mm-hmm. So the I created this tool for myself, was able to find a property outside of my area um, within four hours, never been there before, never heard of it before. So I did the research and this tool told me, go here. The data told me in these spreadsheets. Um, And then I presented it to the mastermind. And my mastermind was like, Kenny, this is awesome. They started using it and finding markets and buying properties. And they're like, this is great. You need to share this with the public. And that's kind of where the whole like, okay, turn this into a public business or keep this internally and private uh, decision came into play. And I realized, hey, I could turn this into a business and also help people, more people. because. There's a great need. Um, And I saw a lot of, and we're still seeing it, big mistakes where people are kind of chasing markets or areas to invest in based off of people's previous success. And the market shifts Mm -hmm. over time. So it's really important to track that instead of like, I'm not saying time it, but know where current revenues are at versus current prices of homes rather than just like relying on what people did, you know, months ago or years ago, you know, and saying, oh, I'm going to go there because. You know, Mark was successful there. Bill was successful there. It's like, yeah, yeah, but the numbers don't make sense today. So,
0: yeah, yeah. For that that property that was four hours away, did you buy it? Oh yeah, yeah. I still have it. How's it yeah. doing?
1: Great. Uh, so the purchase was three hundred fifty thousand. I um, I was all in after furnishings and down payment, all that good stuff for a hundred k. I grossed in the first year ninety five thousand dollars, and I netted about. 45 46
0: wow that's incredible almost six percent um cash on cash i guess almost 40 40 some percent yeah um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what you're saying is true like we started investing in the smokies in like 2016 and the prices well, were less like- than half what they are now and so oh, um it was incredible but we we have seen so much new construction and so many people flooding that market, it is just incredible. And so, um, I mean, I have houses for sale now there, um, but it's like the they're they're ten cap rates, you know, it's um, yeah. ten to twelve. Whereas you just mentioned like a forty-five, <laughs> not forty-five, but it, that's it, it's way more than ten. So it's forty-five yeah. percent cash on cash. But um, you know what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, it's like 30. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's super interesting. And then when you started identifying other markets and you you made this public, tell us a little bit more about it. Obviously, there's another tool out there called AirDNA, AirDNA that a lot of people are familiar with. They've got a big name brand. Um, they have tons of subscribers. Tell us how SCR Insights is, is different than that.
1: Yeah, so SCR Insights helps with the first fundamental question of where should I invest? So, um, other data providers, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, mm-hmm. they help you, sorry. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I, I'll say, cause I, I'm, this is just everybody else. This is what makes this unique. Yeah. So you tell them the market, you give them your money and they t- give you the data for the market. The, the problem with this is it limits in terms of you only pay for markets or states or regions or that, you know, are successful, but you know, it goes back to the adage of like, you only know what you know. So the point of STR Insights is to help people say, look, you subscribe to this platform, you have access to any market across the United States. It's only United States. We, we don't limit anything at all. You have access to everything. And the dashboard is a market to market comparison. So you're not typing in markets. You can, if you want to, but it's like starting from ground zero, Of this is my budget. This is what I can afford. These are my destination preferences. Like maybe I want to invest in a beach market, a lake, a river, ski, mountain, like whatever that is, um, urban markets. Show me Mm. the top ones. Show me the top ones in the Southeast or in the state or this region or whatever based on my budget. Boom, here are the top markets. You know, we have it in a map format or we have it like in a, looks like a spreadsheet almost format. And you can compare them based off an ROI. So it's called a gross ROI or gross yield. So the average rents divided by the average purchase price in that market of short-term rentals. That's the key. The biggest differentiator between our platform and everybody else is we're providing you the value of short-term rentals in a market, not residential homes, not the Zillow Mm. estimate, not the Zillow median listing price, but short-term rentals, because we've pulled the values of short-term rentals in those markets and averaged them together. We know that properties on the beach are valued more than properties off the beach in a HOA or a senior living community. But on Zillow, they don't differentiate that. But as investors, we need to know that to make sure that that's a good market to invest in. So that's what we're focusing on in the tool. Then the tool breaks it down further by bedroom count. So you can see, okay, cool. Yes, I can afford to be in that market, but what can I afford in that market? And what's the best bedroom count to invest in? Is it three bedrooms, four bedrooms, five bedrooms? It's never linear. Revenue is not linear. Demand is not linear either. So therefore, there's going to be better bedroom counts. Um, Some markets are saturated. And you're going to see that in the, the data. The ROI will be less. So you, it'll help you pinpoint what I call inefficiencies or opportunities in these markets, where to invest for someone who has no idea about you know a market they've heard of before. What is the data
0: time frame, so you're pulling this data, is it based off of like the previous 12 months? The previous, okay. Yeah. So So the previous rolling
1: 12 months. Yeah, rolling 12 months, yeah. So, um, I mean, right now, we we're starting to get enough of 2023 data to feel pretty good about, you know, what we're seeing um, in terms of like slight dips in revenue across the board. But, uh, you know, I always recommend people when they're analyzing properties, you might see a number, but you need to run a revenue range in a pro forma. You need to run a good, better, best scenario, not just, hey, this calculator told me it's going to make $100,000 or four. I'm going to run everything off 100K. Most of the time, you're being overly optimistic. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I see, like in my experience, helping people out. Um, so anyway, that, that's kind of my like general rule of thumb, but the tool is giving you an idea of Wh- like which markets are doing well and then where in markets are doing well. Where are the opportunities in those markets?
0: Yeah, this is fascinating. Um, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just thinking about the, how loud a little bit, like could you pull the data and present it to a lender? Um, yeah. Has anybody done that?
1: Yeah, so the lenders, it's tricky because I've had a lot of lenders come like super, they want to build loan products off of it, right? The only issue, though, is that they need um, they need to basically be able to have some sort of like, here are true, good, accurate comps that we know of in this particular market. And that's fine and dandy, but there's a lot of like work in that. So hmm. when you think about a short-term rental, what, what impacts revenue the most is location, quality of the property, like exterior, interior, design. Furnishings and obviously value adds could be amenities, pool, hot tub, views, views of the water, things like that that like aren't measurable in physical data points. Um, Some of those are, some of those aren't. So it's really hard to feel confident about building a. From based off conversations I've had with a lender specifically for that, I haven't had one jump all in on it yet. They're like, "Well, when you guys do this, we'll see." And I'm like, "Okay, maybe, but yes, they are interested." And I think it is a good. Almost like, like.
0: you have to do it based off a worst-case scenario, like all right, Correct. here's a drab cabin in the middle of nowhere with no views, and man,
1: anything yeah, better I mean, from there. Like debatable because it's like, well, did they use dynamic pricing? Did they, yeah. you know, like are they are they staying in the house some parts of the year? Is it a full-time investment? I mean, it gets really cloudy with a lot of this stuff. Um, I know some of them are underwriting deals, and I think it's absolutely crazy. Uh, with some of the calculators they're using for, you know, the data they're getting, but, um, so they're they're, they are a little more lenient, but um, for how I'd like to do it, I think there's some there's some issues, and expenses insurance, you know this he's like, it's gone up, Florida it's insane, so, um anyway, it is something I'm kind of working on in the background, it's like a side project but, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult but yeah, it's a good idea
0: Yeah, fascinating, um Let me ask you this. This is this is interesting too. So the top ranking town in the United States does that change hourly, daily, weekly? Like how how often does that change? And does does Insights track it down to the hour, the day, the?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of that's an onion to unpeel here. So let's yeah, sorry. Um, No, I'm just personal (laughs) interest our data is updated monthly. So it would technically, to okay. oh, it update monthly and we'd do it. But the top ranking town might not actually allow short-term rentals due to regulation. Mm. So now it becomes this, this decision of, okay, well, what's the top ranking town based off of like open? Like you can go in and buy a property. It starts to get really fuzzy. So there's a little bit of bias. And when, whenever you see like the top talents to invest in lists, um, there, there's obviously going to be some bias involved in that, uh, whether, and you, I, I always look at the person who wrote it and where they're from nine times out of 10, they're from the area that they put on one of the markets, you know, um, <laughs> or like they're looking at it from like a different like viewpoint. It's just, it's, there's a lot of bias in terms of top markets. So that's a, it's a trap question, <laughs> not saying you get yeah. like, but I'm just, it's like, if you ask me, I'm- Kenny, if you said, hey, what are the top markets? I could, you know, I'll rattle some off, but next month, it could be a different grouping as well.
0: Totally so. different. You ever see one just go from, I mean, according to SCR Insights, obviously, I'm assuming SCR Insights is oblivious to local laws and rules and stuff like that, right? That's on that's on the we, user to, to do?
1: Yeah, actually, we do provide some of that data in the market profile, and we that's have great. a sales report as well. So if it's restricted, for a majority of the large markets, you can put that filter in, and it'll eliminate the markets that uh, are restricted. So, oh, that, yeah. And then mm-hmm. we also provide the source link too, so you can click it, and it'll take you boop, right there. Not every market across the U.S., but it's uh, the major ones. So, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah so, um, but you know, like through mm-hmm. their own diligence as well. well like you're, I mean, you're going to provide as much data as you can, and then you it's on you to. To kind of do the due
1: diligence, absolutely, yeah. It's it's like here's a so in the tool. Not only do we have you know um, because the idea here is we're helping people identify new markets. I mean, you can use it to study current markets that you already know about, but we're helping people identify new markets. So they need help with a realtor if they're going to buy something there, a lender who can lend in that market, insurance who does coverage there, um, the regulation. We provide all of that. We have like a source that you cleaners can, maintenance we don't do, we don't have cleaners or maintenance um that's mm-hmm. that, that's a lot of work <laughs> so, yeah yeah um, but i found like working with a a uh, local realtor who knows that market um they can provide that for you too so yeah. that's been one of the, the advantages of that so
0: what um, a huge i mean that's that's a big deal like yeah all right you click a button you do a search you get the data right here for this specific house and then you You've got your insurance, your lender, your everything kind of to make the transaction. And then it's on right. you to make it go. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That is great. What is, um, like, what's next? Like, do you, I mean, obviously you have an incredible and a robust product now, but this is what you think about all day, every day. So you probably get all kinds of questions around like, hey, what about this? And what about this? What's, what's kind of the next, what's on the horizon?
1: So we've really focused on, um, I'm a very like outcomes-driven person. My goal is not to, like I said, my initial goal with tier Insights wasn't to make this public or build it out, but what it turned into was to help people, like get people to access the information they needed. But furthermore, what I'm finding is that a lot of people, I have a lot of, I do a lot of consulting with people too. And what I'm finding are people, and a lot of it's kind of, Sad stuff like people coming to me saying, Hey, Kenny, I bought at the wrong time. I bought it at the height of the mm. market. I'm probably going to be foreclosed. Like that's mm. happening more and more. And they're like, What mm. can I do to increase my bookings? And, you know, what data do you have? Do you have anything that can help me out? Um, or, Hey, um, I'm trying to buy my first property and I don't know where to look. I've been stuck for a year and a half and I just everything just seems saturated and just there's no hope. Like, get a lot of that stuff. Um, and so, what I've decided in the direction we're kind of headed and it's been pretty successful is we've actually been helping people find profitable properties. So we have a service where we do consulting and then we, and then if you, you know, continue on, we help people find properties. That makes sense based on the data. So a lot of people come to us and say, you know, we deal with and really anybody like beginners all the way to like, you know, people looking for their second one or in a 1031 exchange. I don't have a lot of time. I really want to get a property. Um, you know, I want to learn or whatever it is. But help me, and I'm like, sure, yeah. So we help people mm. find properties. That's been going very well, um, and I'm very good at it. So it's been <laughs> so it's been. Uh, we take about eight to ten clients a month, and uh, right now because it's what I can handle, and or my yeah. team can handle at least. Um, and it's been pretty successful in terms of we have a hundred percent success rate in finding people property within two months. So
0: wow. Yeah. That's incredible. And so it, it might be a map dot somewhere in the United States that they're not familiar with, but that, usually is. That's, what the data,
1: that's what the data says. And right. so how long have you been doing this? So I've been finding people properties for about a year and a half now, and that was uh-huh. kind of on the side. And then I kind of merged it into SCR Insights with our infrastructure. So it was a lot easier to do that. And um, so I was kind of doing one or two here and there. And now I'm doing, you know, eight to 10. So,
0: yeah. and so um, you've had, felt like a hundred percent success rate there Yep. in finding the properties. How, how about the outcome of those um, yeah, properties?
1: That's probably the most important part, right? So uh, the, so far um, we're, we're actually coming under, so we're coming in very conservative in our numbers um, from everybody I've been able to reach out to. I'm trying to create a way where we can kind of stay in contact with people post acquisition by creating like a tracking software. So like, cause a lot of people, they buy short-term rental, they so super excited. Oh, I'm gonna make, you know, $100,000, whatever the number is. And they don't track all their expenses. They don't track, they just see gross revenue and yeah. they don't track to see how much they actually made. So, you know, they don't run their P and L, so profit and loss statements. And I'd like to keep in touch with these people. One, to see, you know, how they're doing, but then two, let them allow them to be able to track and to see their success. So everybody we have talked to, it's been very positive, which has been great. Um, and yeah, so I mean, I, I I haven't had any complaints yet. So <laughs> I don't know. That's great. Right. Very conservative though. So we had a, I did an example. We helped some guy, they bought a property for like $525 in uh, Western North Carolina, Waynesville area. And um and we said it would probably do about 100000 They ended up doing one twenty five after a year. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I'm like, hey, you know what? That's okay. You guys did good. Cause it depends on your hosting, right? You know, like you could sure, Kenny could say it's gonna make a hundred thousand, but if you're not gonna take good pictures, you're not gonna put in the effort, use dynamic pricing, you mm-hmm. might not make that hundred. It really depends on your hosting and learning all that stuff too. So I try Adept to adapt and design people, like, all consult that. there. Say, look, this is what you're gonna have to do to hit that. Um, but it's really up to them and how they do mm-hmm. that. So
0: Yeah, yeah. You know that. It's really interesting. Like I look at like these super competitive markets like the Panhandle of Florida and the Smoky Mountain, and the bar keeps raising and the houses keep getting better and better and better with new construction. Yep. It's almost like the best thing to do is use your tool to find the best market. Let's just say you have a blank slate and you have a piece of land and you want to build something. You're not actually looking for a house, but you identify the market. Go to the 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 craziest markets with the most competition look at look at what they're building and then apply that to like nowhereville in the united states and then it's going to be like you have one-of-a-kind product right
1: that's that's a great way to look at it yeah so what my rule of thumb is for finding deals it's a strategy so number one you know with yeah we're looking in markets where what i call the barrier of entry is lower meaning they don't have the indoor swimming pools like in the Smokies. You know, I go to the other side of the Smokies, so Western North Carolina, where a yeah. lot of people don't even have hot tubs, you know? So it's like, boom, right? I, you know, there's, there's some opportunity there. Um, but the, and then the second thing I look for is location within the market. So what are the attributes or the characteristics of the top performing properties in those markets? What are the sweet spots? What attributes do they have? Can I replicate that with another property? So if it's in Western North Carolina, I keep picking on that one, for example, because it's a good market. Um, You know, I talked about the hot tub, but having views is the most important thing. So if I can find a property with views, I can do design and furnishing. That's not a big deal. Yeah. I can improve the quality, the interior and exterior quality and add amenities, but I need to have views. That's the number one thing. And you do that, and all of a sudden you have the top performing property in that market and you're what competition, you know? So yeah. um, And looking for ways to, I'll add add this too, you nail the location of the property, like in the mountains, you're on top of the hill, not the bottom of the hill, the top. There cannot be another property on top of you unless they go on another top of the mountain. So it provides an opportunity or what I call an island to protect you from increasing market saturation or increasing supply, in other words. so.
0: That that's interesting. I have these conversations all the time. Like, um, in the smokies, some folks will argue that views are the top amenity. That's until another amenity is introduced where people like it more.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and
0: no. so, um, but you're right. You can't recreate views. You know, right. that's a piece of land that you're not gonna be able to recreate. Like if I were like we do these swimming pools that are made out of shipping containers and they have this mm-hmm. glass window in the front and a lot of people are just like very, very weary of them, and they don't want to do it, and we love that. And so um, you know, we introduced those along with views, along with Ms. Pac-Man, and you know you've got something you've got something incredible. Yep. So yeah, I mean, that's fascinating. Um, yeah, it's almost like before before companies like STR Insights existed, it was just based off of hearsay. It had to be just based off of hearsay. Or, you know, obviously, Smoky Mountains produces a um, a tourism list. Like they say, all right, 14 and a half million people visited this year to the national park. It's probably harder to get that. Um, like that, that public data is not out there unless you know how to scrape it, which is something that you guys do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if you're like the more person, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm either using SEO your Insights or not, I'm looking at a new market. What are the traffic drivers there? How many people are going to that market? I'm looking at, so like a ski resort, I'm going on their website. I'm looking at how many people go there per year. Um, There's sites like, um, oh boy. Uh, ooh, I'm gonna have to look it up. Placer, placer.ai or IO. AI, I think it is. They provide wow. you like foot traffic levels based off of um, phone usage. So based oh, on- Oh, wow. Um, I don't, we don't throw that in STR Insights. That's just a resource people can use for free. Yeah. Um, they'll tell you how many people are going there. It's not perfect for a lot of locations, but it will tell you like, you know, how many people are going to a specific location with an address. So you can figure this data out. And if it's a, if there's a lot of people going there, you'll, you'll, you'll find the number, just do a Google search. It's just really what it comes yeah. down to. So it's like, okay, this popped up as a good market why who's going here, you know, and how many people like Google yeah. that and you can find information about it. Um, and some cities have travel or tourism boards or departments or whatever, and they post some of that as well. So, yeah, that's
0: I'm just interested. Like you personally, are you always looking for your next property? Like, I mean, you, you seem to have better access to the best. Vehicle.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always looking to know me. how, that's, I personally, so where I'm at currently is I don't have time. I mean, it is Mm. a commitment to go and set up a property. So um, I just downsized. I had six at one point. I've downsized to three. So I upgraded in size and I got rid of my kind of bottom. They they might have had a really good ROI, but it's just, you know, like I don't want to cash flow $10,000 a year and call that worth it. You know, I need to minimum 40. So all my properties that don't do that, gone. So it's got to be worth my time. And then I invest with other people. So I might find deals and then say, here's some money. You run it for me or whatever. partnerships, Things like that. So that's how I stay in the game. Um, But I mean, like I said, I'm always finding deals. So I'm, and people are like, oh, there's nothing on the market. And I'm like, I won today. (laughs) You know, like, "All all right.
0: So I'm assuming all yours still aren't in Buffalo.
1: I have, yeah. So I have, I, I so I have one in Buffalo, one in Niagara Falls, one in Watkins Glen. Um, New York, which is a like market, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are you seeing, um, and this probably has nothing to do with the analytics, but are you seeing um, more and more kind of creative financing these days? Oh, yeah. Like with your students, like sub two and stuff like that?
1: So, I mean, I'll let you guys on a little secret. The deals that we're seeing have been on the market for 30 plus days, most of them, the average. So um, like one that, I don't know, I need to actually message my, Guy on that a guy helps. We're um, he, hopefully putting in a contract. It's been on the market for 74 days. It's a really cool property. The problem is he's going to get. So we, the offer is it's a it's a new construction and the builder the contractor is the one or the construction crew is the one who's selling it. So we're able to build in some amenities and those amenities are what's going to drive and increase revenue. So mm-hmm. the strategy at the property as is is fine, but it's not really worth. Oh, okay, like uh, it's a seven hundred thousand dollar property. Going to generate maybe seventy thousand as is. We're talking about putting in a pool. Well, in that market, you put in a pool. All of a sudden, boom! We're talking 120 130. Yeah. Now the deal's sweet, and you only added like I think the cost was like sixty grand. So, like that stuff is what we're looking for. Is kind of like what value adds. Now that I've nailed location, quality of the property, I just need to know what I can add to the property to boost my revenue. So, and we're getting a lot of that done with newer builds because we can creatively get that built in or we're getting seller concessions like hey at closing i'll pay you the 1.2 million but you're going to write me a hundred thousand dollar fifty thousand dollar check at closing for so i can pay for my furnishings and that will help me pencil this deal out so that's the kind of stuff i mean seller financing i know is out there i've seen some people do it a lot of our clients we we don't mess with that because it's like kind of hard to guarantee things but yeah. um, I know people are doing that now. It's become a buyer's market in a lot of places. So
0: that's that's that thing. That's we've we've got properties for sale in the smokies and we've decided that we would be okay with subject to loans. Yep. I mean, we see that in a we see that in a good way. We we require so much down payment in order to do that, but um still a way to cash flow, even yeah. post sale. So um Yeah, that's that's fascinating, man. This is—I don't know if you're getting into this market how you do this if you don't use a tool like SDR Insight. I just don't know a good way (laughs) to do it unless unless you're doing like the old school way of just sending thousands and thousands of postcards out and hoping that one percent reply to you and say, "Yeah, I'll sell it to you at thirty percent below market," um, in an already booming market. the booming markets are expensive.
1: Right. If you, so people who are looking across the country all the time, flying over, like I call it, like flying at 30,000 feet, trying to analyze a proper or like properties, they're not going to find anything. They're not going to see anything. You have to have an eye. You have to be looking. You have to be applying a certain strategy. And a lot of it is coming in, like you mentioned before, going into a market. Where nobody else is doing the luxury property, nobody else is doing that property with the pool or like the hot tub. Even I mean, some of these basic things. Like, there's a lot of mar- there's 13,000 markets in the United States. Like, only 14 of them are like big popular ones, and the other ones are like are medium, which means they have 500 or less active rentals. And there's so much opportunity in those markets. There's Man. people, Watkins Glen, for example, one my lake property. A million people go there a year, and there are 80 short-term rentals in that town.
0: Only 80. Everybody, Everybody's writing down Watkins' plan right now.
1: I know, right? Well, <laughs> joke's on there. So the reason why there's only 80, I'll add this in. The reason why there's only 80, they have regulation. They capped it. Yeah. 80. But I got in, and the, the strategy I used was the guy who had, had a permit, and I, he had an LLC, and so I acquired the LLC. But that's a, another conversation. Yeah. yeah. I got in, and now I'm on an island, right? My competition's like three other people. And I just have to stay one step ahead of them. And I'm talking like yeah. I'm the only property with a hot tub in a lake market, you know? Wow. So, yeah, So it's just like looking for that kind of stuff in these these areas that people aren't really thinking about. SCR Insights allows you to to find these kind of gems and then you can start looking in there and seeing what works in those markets and studying that stuff out.
0: Yeah, So that's so good, man. That's really good, Kenny. This has been awesome. I mean, I... For our listeners, like if you're if you're new and you're looking to get into the SCR market, like SCR Insights is a is a must have in my book. Like just to say, hey, the Smokies has been a destination or Dustin Florida has been a destination for eighty years. It's always going to be a destination, that's true. But you're probably not going to get a great deal and it might not pencil out. So yeah. Um, So Kenny, if somebody wanted to get in contact with you or somebody wanted to subscribe to STR Insights, what are those ways to do that?
1: Sure. So if you want to subscribe to STR Insights, you just go to strinsights.com. If you want to get in contact with me, uh, maybe you have questions, maybe you're stuck looking, I don't care, reach out to me uh, at Kenny Bedwell on Instagram or uh, Facebook. So reach out either one. Um, and I'm happy to talk and even do a free consultation as well to help you out, so.
0: Oh man, that's super cool.
1: Threw that in there, yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: that's great, man. Well, thanks Kenny, we really appreciate it and um, have a good one, bud.
1: Yeah, thanks Mark, thanks for letting me in. You're welcome.
0: Thank you for listening and don't forget about the tools available to subscribers. The Property Manager self-assessment tool My property upgrade walkthrough list, or the chance to feel like a millionaire for the weekend by checking out one of our own properties in person—it's all available on our website, www.goodendeavorstrshow.com.